What is that? It's probably the monkey that lives in the vents. I named him Annie's boobs. After Annie's boobs. See? This is the kind of national lampoonery that is coming to an end this year. Homie, don't deem this. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 3, Episode 1, Biology 101. We are back from our our hiatus, so thank you for sticking with us as we try to remember what this show is. Excellent. We're just, we're we're two guys. I don't remember... There were some pregnant pauses. I don't pauses. remember what podcast is. There were some pregnant pauses when we were like, wait, do we announce ourselves even though we talked about it before we did it? We we don't remember what we're doing. What is a podcast? <laughs> um, Webster's Dictionary defines podcast Does as... It? Uh, well, okay, hold on a second. <laughs> Welcome to the tangent even before outsourcing Mike's bits. Which um, is, I know, the segment we do on this show. <laughs> Webster, Merriam-Webster... Uh, defines podcast as a program as of music or talk made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet. So thank you for automatically downloading us over the internet. This is your your podcast update. We are back after a hiatus. Uh, It's been what a long strange trip it's been. Um, I have moved into a house. I am a long strange uh, trip. We've it's Mike. Uh, uh thank you okay <laughs> it was uh, worth it was worth the interruption uh sometimes I, you just you see the train barreling towards you and you're just like what is that weird light what, what it's, it seems to be coming toward me and you just you don't know you don't know what it is and then it hits you and you're like oh dip oh dang i got hit by a train <laughs> that is also a um, bad joke but yes, I've I I'm now homeowner homeowner Ben. Woo! I'm in a I'm in a house. Um, I am I do live next to a busy street, so uh, I don't know how much that will or will not come through on the audio. Sure. I also don't know if I've got like tons of echo in this room, so it's going to be a Who real knows? trip. This It'll could be, f- be audio poison. Um, or it's, it's like that scene in The Princess Bride where he's got the the two cups, and like one is audio poison and one is good quality audio. But then they both turn out, out to be audio You have poison? to figure out which one it is. Uh, and then it turns out uh, you are just immune. To, you've built up a lot of immunity to audio poison by listening to uh, podcasts of, of ill editing and production <laughs> value that shall not be named. I don't want to throw shade well, at any yeah, podcast. For a moment um, there, it sounded like you were about to. And I'm like, whoa, dang, man. <laughs> Anyway, um, this has gone. <laughs> we, we, uh, yes, we we want to to thank you for sticking with us, and sorry for any audio poison. Although uh, editor Ben, I'm sure will do his best to make sure it's well edited and w- just up to the same standards you expect from these two guys making goofy jokes. Any speaking of audio poison, how about that good good shuffle? Oh, it is time for outsourcing <laughs> Mike's bits. We don't have the sounds, but I'm gonna do the dance anyway. Okay, um, so we're. I, I'm. Are just, you not getting the sound? No, I'm not. <laughs> so you're playing it. Excellent. That's even better. I'm. I'm playing it for myself right now. Oh, wait. Um, 
I can hear it when you talk. <laughs> okay. It's just not coming through enough on Discord. That's phenomenal. Excellent. Um, so let's get that good, good shuffle, shall we? So we've got the good, good shuffle and the first uh, post-hiatus what-the-heck deck card from Pod Decks, something you probably should not buy. What would be the absolute worst name you could give your child? <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, there's some very serious answers where, like, uh, right. you know, you could you could name your child all sorts of awful things. I did read an article. Uh, this is not comedy by any means. I read an article <laughs> once about. Um, well, we haven't how, done comedy on the show ever, so why start now? Uh, this guy wanted his son to be like, you know, a winner, and so he named his son Winner. Sure. And then he had a second son, and then he was like, well, I named one winner, so I'm going to name this one Loser. And so his name, this this guy's name going through his whole life was Loser, whatever his last name was, Loser Smith. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the article, because the article was basically like, what's in a name? Um, And uh, it was like, Winner was kind of a failure in life, and Loser was like a very successful dude. Mm -hmm. And it's like, maybe Loser had to try harder because he was branded a loser since since he was born. Um, So you could could name your child Loser. Yes, that is is a choice. Uh, And is pretty much probably the absolute worst name you can give it. However, not very funny. (laughs) Also feel kind of bad for the struggles that Loser had to go through in his life. Uh, there's also a Seinfeld episode where George uh, wants to, uh, he's holding on to the name Seven. He wants to name his child Seven. Um, and then another couple steals it and he gets really upset and he says, well, instead you could, how about you name your child Soda? So, you know, um, there's some, there's some names. So what um, you're saying is that this is well-trod uh, comedic territory. What I'm, what I'm saying is... <laughs> um, what I'm saying is that uh, you should probably name your child something that is like not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, from, I, actually, from okay, and Mike, you should probably not name your kid too wild. <laughs> Don't name your child anything. They will Ooh. pick their name when they turn ten. As is, th- this is the way. This so, is the way. Yes, I, I will, I will actually say maybe the thing you shouldn't do is name your child after like whatever media franchise is super popular at the moment absolutely um because then you know you'll get the like so one of the things i like doing because i find names fascinating is there's a website called baby name isn't it just babynames.com well there is babynames.com it's it's a different one but this they've got a tool called the baby name wizard which is this uh, graph over time of popularity of names sounds like a freaking cool thing I multi-classed into baby name wizard. I'm level. I'm level four bard. Mm-hmm. Level two baby name wizard. Um, is it not just babynamewizard.com? <laughs> no, just Google baby name wizard. Well, that's the first thing that came up. Uh, okay, then there's nameberry.com slash baby name slash wizard. But then baby that, name. That's a di- that's just saying that wizard is a baby name. It is a, apparently a boy's name. Yeah, yeah, it's babynamewizard.com. So you can look you can look up um names and it'll show trends over time. Um 
And so a, f- a fun thing to do is to type in names from popular franchises. So like if you if you type in like what was what was the the girl's name in Twilight? Like Bella, I sure. think. Is that her name? Um so you type in her name, like you see this huge bump. Wow, yeah, huge there it bump. Is. Now it I... goes it goes from the the like not even ranked in nineteen nineties to uh the forty eighth uh most popular name in the twenty tens. Now and I, I and rising. Wanna, sure. I do want to point out the first one I added uh searched in this is of course Anakin. Um, and it has never been ranked upon, uh, uh, among the top thousand names in America. Uh huh. But but it is. Um. Uh, it did peak. Up. No, I've I've got. It. I looked it up. I mean, um, I'm looking it, at it. It's, that's what it says. I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, Anakin. Uh, 2016 is the 777th most popular name. I I typed it in and everything. What 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 is this baby name wizard doing to us, Ben? <laughs> this is this is what happens when you try to use the baby nameomancy when you are n- you have no levels. Clearly, in baby name I have none because I'm looking at it and it says the U.S. popular popularity of Anakin over time, and it said that's what it says. No name lists, no knowledge about it, just nothing. Except it okay. does know sister and brother names like Ben or Luke or Leia or Marshall. What? what? <laughs> Are you even on the right site? I'm on babynamewizard.com I... <laughs> slash baby name. I'm sorry. Baby dash name slash boy slash Anakin. Okay. Uh, okay i don't i don't want to troubleshoot babynamewizard.com <laughs> in real time you want to you want to talk about audio poison i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna troubleshoot you through babynamewizard.com enjoy listeners this is this has been brandon <laughs> aren't you glad you for stuck around for season three so you can listen to me talk about baby name wizard for the next hour so if we want to just eject out of outsourcing mike's bits i do know what the absolute worst name you could give your child is and then we can move on Okay. Pod decks and gone. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, beautiful. And I love it. Um, so uh, I look forward to babysitting little pod decks um, in, uh, <laughs> in a few years. It's far more likely you'll be babysitting mm-hmm. little Anakin. <laughs> it was the 777th most popular name in 2016. If you knew how to use this site, <laughs> Michael. We're not have an argument about babynamewizard.com uh community season three episode one <laughs> biology 101 we start uh, with a song we we do start with a song a great little opening montage about how this next year is gonna be and it's gonna be great totally it normal literally flying to class sure oh it involves everything does it involves Shirley and the Dean wearing the same amazing sparkly outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it implies, and uh, not even implies, it says straight up <laughs> that Jeff and, and Annie are totally going to bone this year. Finally going to happen. And everyone is going to be happy, fine, calm, and normal. Uh, yeah, because the, the song is basically, uh, we're going to finally be fine, which is... You know, it's fine. It's some clever wordplay, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
It turns out it is just Jeff's sort of imagination uh, because he has been asked, what are they going to do without Pierce in the study group this year? Um, And they're finally going to be fine. And somehow it's going to lead to Jeff boning Annie. I don't want to know how Jeff's mind works in that situation. We get far too many insights into Jeff's mind in this episode, and it's uh, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he wants to be able to fly, which okay, legit, well, in, like yeah. you know, I would prefer being flying, more of a spider would be man, rad, but that's fine. Oh, so you want you want to do some web slinging? Yes, I don't want to fly. Okay. I want to okay. I want to web sling. Okay. Um, that's my preferred although it won't get me very far here in portland oregon uh it will not you've got a few blocks downtown yeah that's about Uh, it it's funny like mm -hmm. spider-man seems only really useful in new york city it's true i mean he's really got to figure out you know like you'll you'll look over and spider-man is just on the bus heading heading into downtown portland and he's like i mean i can't do anything man i've got to I've got to get I've got to get to where the tall buildings are. It's true. You know, you know, you know, but unless you have some kind of giant man to help you into something into battle, perhaps. I'm sorry, a giant man. Yes, I'm referencing a thing that happened in one of the later uh, uh, Avengers movies that you uh, didn't I've get, seen like that. You I've won't seen get, like but some of our listeners will. <laughs> I've seen like four Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And I'm not about to start. So it, I'll just uh, I can spoil you if you don't mind. Uh, be, uh, Ant-Man can become giant man. Get it? Giant okay, man. So so uh, giant, Paul, giant Paul Rudd just giant hanging Paul out. Rudd. You know what? OK. Life would be better if we just had a giant Paul Rudd around. <laughs> would it? That's my my uh, hypothesis. Yes. Let's do a scientific experiment. Okay, uh, Paul Rudd, if you are listening, please come on this podcast. We want to talk to you about Paul Rudd. Being if you are listening, I want I I, I would uh, hi. Uh, we've gotten thirteen seconds into this episode, <laughs> so a wild Spider Man Ant Man tangent. Yes, um, exciting. Troy and Abed uh, announced that they are moving in together, uh, which is cool. Um, they're finally getting over their roommate fears mm-hmm. about hating each other um, there was the a pregnant d- pause where everybody kind of assumed that they might be together as a couple mm-hmm. um, and everybody's like dean, oh. the dean comes in wearing a suit and he's got a whole goatee situation going on. i also noted that the suit is not super well tailored like it's bunching up at his feet a little bit it looks a little too big for him but I, figured, I mean, I figured we, you would be the one that knows more about the suit than me. Um, I did not take particular note of the suit. Um, let me pull. Let me pull that up here. Um, because We're getting live I was, suit suit discussion. I'm just gonna see if I can type in Dean Pelton's suit, and I'll probably have to you're actually get load the, the episode. You're gonna have up. to. You're gonna have to make sure not. You're gonna get a lot of Dalmatians. You're gonna uh-huh, get a lot B-suit, of Dalmatians. suit Dalmatians. Yeah. Um, he he managed to do WandaVision before WandaVision did it. Um mm-hmm. But no, I did not I did not take particular note of the suit, mostly because I was looking at that sweet goatee. Like Sure. It 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 does help to give his his face uh some definition. Um it's a it's a little it's a little weird. Um He's a little too honestly, smooth without it. 
honestly, I don't hate it. Um, okay, I've got the Hulu open, and I'm, I'm <laughs> we're gonna watch this the show again. We did it. This I'm just gonna this is live commentary now. I'm just gonna watch the episode. For, okay. Yeah, no, I mean it's um you can see it a little bit better when he's later on in in the uh, the vice dean's office. It's almost like he's not he's more suited to wearing uh what he usually wears. Suited. I get it. Oh, I didn't mean to make that joke. Anyway, I'm happy with it. Okay. Oh yeah, no. Those those pants are way too long. Maybe it's just the pants then. I mean, the the rest of it does not look particularly tailored either, but um yeah, I missed those pants. Um, or maybe that was just also, a fashion he's also at the wearing time. a really wide tie, which is um, not particularly fashionable these days. Um, it does look a little bit like he is like wearing his father's suit or something. It, and that kind of makes sense with the character, too. <laughs> and uh, he comes in and he announces that there are going to be no more shenanigans. This is going to be he's going to whip this place into shape. Mm-hmm. He's a lean, mean, deaning machine. And they're the national lampoonery of previous years is coming to an end i always enjoy the the joke about national lampoonery given uh chevy chase uh it's very good um britta's like okay let's go to class so i don't screw everything up and it turns out she bought a chemistry book instead of a biology book so she's already screwed it up the national lampoonery joke would be funnier if the dean said it and then pierce walked in and then uh, the dean just stabbed him in the gut with a knife and watched him bleed out. And then he's like, no more national lampoonery. And then like winks at the camera. There's, there's but, you an know. aggression in that joke that you've <laughs> constructed that I was not anticipating uh, when um, the joke started. <laughs> you know, but, you know I mean, I'd it, watch it. It goes to some dark places, but uh, that's fine. But community is want to do that. Speaking of Pierce, he does he does come back. He cuz they they're all talking about how like, you know, Pierce didn't even want to come back. He's not coming mm-hmm. back. And then he comes back. The dean mm-hmm. does not stab him in any way. There's no stabbing involved in this episode that I remember. Pierce says he underwent 3 there months of There is a throwing intensive. of a ham. Yes. Pierce went there. 3 months uh of intensive soul rezoning. It feels very uh, at bureaucratic. His laser lotus. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Very much like, well, I I mean, this is a commercial section of my soul. I have to get that cleaned up for more of a residential use. I've I've played SimCity. I know what it's about. You gotta <laughs> you gotta zone it for some medium density residential. It's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh uh Jeff is like, damn it. I mean, uh I just realized you can't come back because you're not in biology and it's full up. The rest of the study group is like, no, we can't do that. We got to find something else, you know. And this is when Jeff says that they have evolved. They're no longer really a study group. Now they're just friends who happen to study together. And so they don't need the study group. They can just, you know, I'll see you when I see you. Uh, everyone leaves the room at this point. Hi, who uh, And just high five appears who is befuddled and then chang pops out of the vents like don't tell the monkey i'm living in the vents uh those are the monkeys vents also you know what they say about a chang popping out of a vent in the first act right chang will throw a ham in the third exactly chekhov's chang ham 
<laughs> Chang'em. Uh, if, if we're talking the British uh, pronunciation, Chang'em. Yes. So, um, in biology, Starburns has added a lizard, which I love. Um, and then I, he has I love... the audacity to say, <laughs> no one sees the human being underneath it all, huh? It's like, you're adding stuff on top. It's like, how can I see a Sunday if I get, you know, hot fudge and a and a peanut brittle and also caramel? Like, there's too much here. I mean, I've I definitely I definitely know the type. Uh, I've known a lot of people who are just like, I need attention at any cost, but they don't have any real personality besides quoting Anchorman for the nine hundredth time, mm-hmm. and then so they're like. Which I used to be. Look, we're we're white dudes. We we're <laughs> white dudes. It's true. Who who were born in the eighties? We both clearly had a phase where all we did was quote Anchorman mm-hmm. and other Will Ferrell type movies. But it is good that we um, made it out of that phase because it is a phase. And now we have is... a podcast, which is also a phase for white men to go through. <laughs> we did it. Uh huh. I can't. We did it. Our next phase is going to be two high socks and yelling people about our lawn care. Hey, I can yell at kids to get off of my lawn now. Isn't it? That it's rules. great, by the way. I don't actually do it, but the fact that I could, oh, it's like injecting uh, some good IV directly into my hand. Gonna hike up my pants to my nips oh, and yell absolutely. at some kids about getting off my lawn. Oh, man. <laughs> Just think about that lawn and how good it's going to look. Got plans for that lawn. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> got got some good good. You got some. You gotta get the so, fertilizer and the seed and then the watering plan. Oh, it's you. You're gonna be the 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 toast of the neighborhood. So what we're what so the what we've come up with here is that the stages of life for the white male mm-hmm. is uh Nintendo obsession. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Quoting Will Ferrell movies. And Too Horny. No, Too Horny is just kind of a general thing. It's always there. Doing podcasts, mm. yelling at kids to get off of their lawn. So that's that's the stages of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> cool. Um, and here we are at the, at the final stage where we can yell at kids to get off our lawn. And then we are going to die at some point. Welcome to Good Morning Greendale, my midlife crisis. <laughs> Some people buy a Lamborghini. I bought a good microphone. I'm just glad Starburns didn't start a podcast. Um, <laughs> Instead, he decides to go Breaking Bad. Annie is worried about Pierce because she feels that he has changed, um, or changed, as Chang might say. <laughs> and no! <laughs> Jeff doesn't want any of it um abed also freaks out because he he's looking at his phone and he found out that cougar town has been moved to mid-season and that's never good never good uh but troy does calm him down being like six seasons in a movie six seasons in a movie which is what community decided to just kind of take on or i right. guess more, i mean more we got correctly the fandom well and we got we got it with six the seasons in a movie with the cape um it's just kind of a reoccurring mantra was that a reference did community get moved to mid-season like is that a meta thing i don't 
It probably I don't remember it ever coming out at the beginning of the season. I think it was always at at mid season. Pretty much I only watch TV shows that get kicked around by every network they're on because uh they just don't know what to do with them. Um that's pretty much my my go-to. Uh you know, Futurama yeah. community. Oh yeah, shows um, that people don't like and then they're like, "Oh, but it was so good." And it's like, "But nobody watched it." <laughs> Mm-hmm. 30 rock i loved 30 rock nbc 30 hated 30 rock 30 rock was good it's weird that nbc hated 30 rock considering it was where they they were stationed professor kane shows up now i do want to say that he has a doctorate and everybody calls him professor and i find that interesting i guess i hadn't really thought about that but he ca- uh, you're even, right. i think he even calls himself dr marshall kane phd it's like mm-hmm. he he earned that title <laughs> unless he goes but i don't know he, he doesn't everybody calls him professor but you know whatever um he is played by michael k williams also known as omar on the wire very good acting uh very a lot of good actors in this uh, season yeah absolutely mm-hmm mm-hmm true true john goodman in mm-hmm. the same episode it uh, it's pretty amazing it's, it's like a tour de force over here uh so uh Je- yeah he professor kane starts talking about uh how he uh he he got his degree in prison because he was mm-hmm. serving 25 to life he doesn't say for what it's none of my business really but you know i, I am scared enough that i will not ask uh, Je- however, Look, Jeff, if, if someone says that they, they were in prison for 25 to life, they could they could have been arrested for like jaywalking one too many times and just gotten the book thrown at them in some sort of unfair trial situation. And I'm going to be like, I'll never know because I'll be like, OK, mm-hmm, yep. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, I'm just I'm not going to ask because, you know, that it could true. be that or it could just be like, yeah, I straight up killed a dude. I I killed Chevy Chase when I wanted to get rid of uh, National Lampoonery. I just stabbed him, and, na- and then I did twenty five to life. You've given me the the I uh, the uh, the image of also the- if Chevy Chase gets stabbed, uh, I was doing a bit <laughs> just for legal reasons. It's just funny to me that you've given me the image of Dean like a hardened Dean Pelton, and I and I'm scared of him, and I shouldn't be. Hardened Dean Pelton has too much power. Um, <laughs> the only thing keeping Dean Pelton in check is his unmitigated insecurities. Uh, that's true. Absolutely. Um, he uh, Jeff's uh, cell phone is not as scared of Dr. Kane as we are. Um, and his, it starts to ring. And he's like, oh, I'll just put it on vibrate. Go ahead. Um, and Dr. Kane talks about how he was in his cell and he was staring at a crack in his cell. And then finally, a single blade of grass started growing. And then guess what? Jeff's phone goes off again and it starts vibrating. He's like, I'll just turn it off. It's great. It's fine. Go ahead. And then it starts chiming. And Dr. Kane's like, get out. Jeff gets kicked out of class uh, 30 seconds into class. Um, it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. It, in it's the funny, dean's office it, i do before he before we go to the dean's office uh starburns does tell jeff to learn how to blend which is just 
<laughs> Chef's kiss. Wonderful. Incredible. Maybe Starburns was talking about uh, making the perfect blend of meth. Because Which is also possible. Because la- later on, we, we, we find out that uh, he's interested in a whole Breaking Bad scenario. I think um, it sounds like we're trying to uh, work on our non, uh, non- non-chronological storytelling to get ready for an episode this season. Uh, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. So, um, <laughs> in the dean's office, uh, he is telling the security guards they need to get rid of this monkey. If I wanted to run a monkey hotel, I'd install a banana buffet. I'd use vines as elevators, and I'd put tail holes in the bathrobes, and I'd lower all the shower knobs. And so he's very clearly thought out this monkey hotel idea. Sergeant Nunez um, even like, wow, you thought this through. Um, and Sergeant Nunez is played by Mel Rodriguez, known for being Todd on Last Man on Earth, if you've seen that show. It's very good. Does uh, the network that it's on hate it and want to get rid of it? Because oh, that's I'm how you sure really get me. Oh, well, I mean, I should watch that then. Because I, I only watch TV shows that it, the network hates. It, it was on Fox for three years. Um, and it was the, the, the pilot episode is only Will Forte as the last man on earth. T- the titular. I mean, see, here's the thing. I mean, Fox hates everything that it has other than the Simpsons and family guy. Uh, and I guess American dad. So if it's, if it's any, if it's on Fox, like that, that's easy mode for, for sure. network hating the shows, but it like, does have Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, uh, and uh, Andy Bobro as executive producers. Uh, it had Christian Shaw, January Jones, Will Forte, Mel Rodriguez, Mary Steenbergen. So it had some ooh, good people ooh, on it. Love her. Um, yeah. Let me let me tell you the first sentence of the plot, and then you will no, no longer want to watch it. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Almost a year after a deadly virus sweeps the world, <laughs> Phil Miller is seemingly the only human survivor in late 2020. Cool. Uh, that did not age well. Um, one of this my show favorite- started in 2015. Not it didn't age poorly. They're oracles. They're seers. One of one of my favorite books uh, of all time uh, is uh, Station Eleven uh, by Emily St. John Mandel. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it is all about uh, the aftermath of a global pandemic that uh, wipes out most of the Earth's population. And let me tell you, it'll be it a while before like a I read, read that book again. <laughs> it sounds like a good read, but not a good read and certainly not a good read right now. It's it's a it's a great book and I recommend it to like everybody, but also like I can't recommend that book now. There's a statute I can't reco- of limitations. I cannot, I cannot recommend that book for another like three <laughs> years minimum. And even then it'll be like, how do you feel about books about pandemics? Like mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta really lead into it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that all started because I talked about Mel Rodriguez, uh, the security guard, Sergeant Nunez, uh, who tells the dean they could seal all the vents and pump some kind of gas to knock out monkeys. And the dean loves the monkey knockout gas. I I was I was going to go on a whole tangent about trying to envision a video game about running a monkey hotel. But instead, we went on a whole thing about uh, Last Man Standing. Is that what it's called? Last Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth. Last Man Standing is a different thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the Tim Allen show. Gross. Uh, 
we went on a whole thing about Last Man on Earth instead, and I don't have regrets uh, about that. But just know I that do. in my in my head, I'm I'm dreaming about side tangents about monkey hotels. Can you imagine I'm going? I'm dreaming of a monkey hotel. Imagine going to an improv thing, and they're like, "We need a location," and someone's like, "Monkey hotel," and it's like, "What the hell is cool that?" Pandemic. But okay. Um, can I get something else? Global pandemic that wipes out 90% of the earth. Perfect. Mon- Let's do that one. Mo- monkey hotel it is. So, um, <laughs> Vice Dean Laybourne shows up. Uh, he's the he's, aforementioned international treasure, John Goodman. Yep. It's, I might not say it's John freaking Goodman. Um, who's so good in also this true. season. He's so he good. He is tremendous. I mean, he's John Goodman. He is the vice dean of the uh, air conditioner repair school annex, uh, which is, I think, maybe the first time we've heard about this. It is the first time we, we've heard about the air conditioning part of it, but I think there is indicated that there is some kind of mechanic situation okay. because of Troy's uh, previous in his previous season ha- was like being recruited by the, mm-hmm. well he's uh, Troy's th- getting re- trying to get recruited by one of the the janitors um that's true but- i do think they end up folding anyway i'm talking about future stuff anyway my point is uh layborn <laughs> decided to use school funds to buy an espresso machine for the faculty break room the dean doesn't seem to remember being consulted yeah, they get into a real passive aggressive uh dick measuring contest here. It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's two two amazing legends on screen uh just mm-hmm. just whipping out their uh uh passive aggressive power complexes. Mm-hmm. Just back and forth. It's say, so good. I s- will say one character is better than the other when it comes to <laughs> passive aggressive uh uh the- pendulum swinging. The dean is new at this. You know, he's he's going to toe to toe with one of the big boys here on his like first day. Mm-hmm. And we will see what happens on his second. Uh because Leyborn tells the dean to bring uh bring so there's a whole thing about the annex being uh, an appendage to Greendale and Greendale being the head. Uh so the uh Leyborn tells the dean to bring his head to the vice dean's appendage tomorrow and then uh they have a weird laughter like ha ha, ha session <laughs> as they leave. It's very weird uh, weird enough putting and the dean is a little concerned by this but on his face like he's not he's he might have asked for too much and he did. Uh so we go back to the study room Britta shows up with a laptop and she says she's going to help Abed because did you know Cougar Town is an American adaptation of a 1990s British sitcom called Cougarton Abbey? Uh, I, lo- I love it. I love it so much. I love it because A, that is not true at all. Um, absolutely untrue. <laughs> it's just wonderful. And B, the production values on Cougarton Abbey is so good it's so 90s british television quality in every way cougarton chapel i may be having an awakening come off it deirdre you've only been having a butchers at the choir boys <laughs> better than nothing thanks brother at least as far as i can tell we do have some listeners uh from the uk so maybe they can 
tell me I'm wrong or right about that. But it, they do a good job of really nailing that 90s British sitcom sort of aesthetic. Right. Kind of like uh, absolutely fabulous. Then here comes a raging Jeff. Yeah, he needs to find a new science class with six open slots. And they're like, why do you need six? And he's like, so we can all get in. And uh, this is when Annie, um, I do appreciate, I will say, I appreciate that Annie is the one who pulls this because like, I think that shows some real good character growth from Annie Mm -hmm. because in previous seasons, she would have just gone along with whatever Jeff wants. And right. here she is like, well, um, you know, Pierce isn't in biology either, but you're still both our friends. We've evolved. Like she's thrown his own words right back at him. And I'm like, hell yeah, Annie. Mm-hmm. Dude, like someone's finally bringing Jeff down a peg and it's Annie of all people. Amazing. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff agrees that they have and says, I'll see you when I see you. And he does a touch on the table and you can hear it's like almost the sound cue is ind- indicating that he's leaving the magic. I guess I'll see you when I see you. He's uh, he's uh, going off on his own hero's journey kind of thing. And it is he's very sad about it. And then Pierce walks in the other way. is like, hey, guess what, guys? Somebody got kicked out of biology and I was on the wait list. So now I'm in biology. Yeah, so he's he, he, now he has everything Jeff wants. Ooh. Ooh. Classic, classic tale. Tale as old as time. Song as old as rhyme. Winger and the Pierce. <laughs> I'm, I'm way too, way too pleased about that. <laughs> yeah, so they're just like, you know, I guess I'll see you when you see you. And he walks out like you said. And, um... We go to the cafeteria where uh, Jeff was eaten alone. He, uh, freaking Leonard was even making fun of him. Uh-huh. And Leonard calls him Sir Eats Alone, and then uh, Jeff uh, gets him back with his prescription socks. And uh, all, the rest of the gang shows up, and they've only got five minutes left in in lunch period. Um, and uh, Abed has also gotten to episode six of Cougar Abbey. Yep. Uh, and and he he declares it his new favorite show. He says, "I have a new favorite show, and but I'm only on episode six. And we find out that uh, Jeff was doing a little bit of eavesdropping as they uh, uh, instead of studying, they were uh, coming up with movie titles that sounds like poops, like Remains mm-hmm. of the Day uh, and the Green Mile. And he's like, "You guys missed the obvious one, Operation Dumbo Drop." And they are just. Everyone is disgusted. Yeah, it's too clever by half, and just not, you know, not quite there. I do, uh, I do, I, I like every time that happens. I'm like, what? What other movies might there be? And then I realize I don't remember the names of any movies ever. <laughs> um, I do. Um, <laughs> so this is a bit of a tangent, but I have a friend on Facebook. When have we ever who, apologized for tangents? I didn't say I apologize. That's um, fair. When I did we just, ever sign post tangents? I announced the uh, like I opened the the gate and like rows of trumpeters went. <laughs> now announcing tangent from Ben. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. And then, anyways, hear ye, I've got. Hear ye. I've got a friend on Facebook who used to do this thing where he he he's a big movie buff, so he'd always be like, "Sure, 
come up with a list of like three movies that fit this theme or whatever. And regardless of whatever the theme was, I would always say The Big Lebowski and The Wizard of Oz. It doesn't matter if it was like, give me give me a list of movies about heroes overcoming their journey. And I'd say The Big Lebowski and The Wizard of Oz or come up with come up with a, a list of movies um about um the beer industry and i'd be like the big lebowski and the wizard of oz just every time and um the fact that he still considers me a friend is fantastic (laughs) um so basically if you were if you were like come up with uh names of movies that sound like poops I would be like, you know what? The, the, the Big, Big Lebowski is a pretty good one. The Big Lebowski kind of works. The Wizard of Oz, not so much. Is, is concerning. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyways, My, I would go with the Big Sick. Okay, okay. Um, I would go with. Uh, I mean, the, the Big, Big Lebowski's Lebowski is a good one. It's a good one though, but it's the only two movie names I know now. Um, that's it, because like that's if, all you can say. If you're like Ben, come up with with a movie a movie title right now. I'd be like The Big Lebowski, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like that's it. That's all I got. I've got nothing else. Um, and then a uh, friend of the podcast, Nate, uh, would always try to get uh, the movie Speed Racer in there, which could mm. be about a poop. It depends on how quickly it needs to be going. <laughs> so, Jeff, it's, Jeff, it, you never know when this where this show is going to go. But if if there's a chance we can go scatological, we might go there. Jeff is upset uh, because he he uh, feels so many different reasons. He feels left out. Um, and Abed is watching Cougar Tanabi when uh, the the. One of the guys is like, oh, the barristers foreclosed on the Abbey. Uh, uh, fancy a drink then? <laughs> and he's like, hmm, fetch us a hemlock. And then they all drink hemlock, and then they all die, and then there's some some laugh track, and then it just says, the end. <laughs> and I'm like, I could see it. Yeah, I could see that being the end of a show. Uh, Abed freaks out, understandably, and Brit is like, the great thing about British TV is they give you closure. <laughs> Um, and then we get a little bit more of the flanderization of Britta as Troy runs through a, you're the worst, like you're the opposite of Batman. I appreciate, uh, you are the, the pizza burn on the roof of a mouth. It's cause we've good. all, we've all been there. We have sure. all been like, this pizza is probably cool enough. And then you take a bite and then you're like, Britta it. It's it's the cost uh, benefit analysis. Now this pizza is delicious, and I want to eat that. That is the benefit. But is it too hot? It is not. Oh no, I was wrong. See, pizza is a good pizza is a good. Um, uh, it, it's a bit of a pizza is a bit of a uh, an outlier in this uh, because usually. Okay. Usually when you put food that is too hot in your mouth, you burn your tongue and then you can't taste the food afterwards. That's a good point. Whereas pizza, you have like, yes, burning the roof of your mouth stinks. Obviously, it It hurts. It is not fun. But if you do that, 
you can still taste the rest of that pizza. You do not have as much to lose by shoving mm. a piping hot pizza in your mouth compared to like a pie or uh, chili or soup or whatever. Like that that's kind of stuff. You take a bite, you put it in your mouth, your whole mouth is on fire. You can't taste any of that anymore. I agree. I also would call soup the most dangerous game. Uh, I I read that short story, The Most Dangerous Game, and it's all about soup. Uh, that is true. You know, a lot of people misinterpret it. I don't know how. Instead of uh, movies, movie titles about poop, how about short story titles about soup? Um, <laughs> nope, that game is nothing. So, uh, Jeff freaks out, and he gets up and, and leaves, and he runs into Chang in the hall, and you know, Chang is like, hey, yeah, we should hang out sometime. And then uh, Jeff is like, where are you living these days? And he's like, in the vent, in the school. I'm free, Jeff. Free! And Jeff immediately realizes he needs to get back to the class. Because in the, the thing about Greendale is there's only, there's only two realities. You are either in the study group or you are a deranged man <laughs> living in in the school's yes. vents uh there is no in between there's none you're either in the study group and codependent but or completely unhinged mhm um you know you're in the group or you're leonard or you're starburns or you're mm. chang and chang is maybe like the most egregious example but like you know anywhere on that spectrum from from starburns to chang from leonard to chang i guess like i i I feel like leonard is is less of an extreme than than starburns either Mm -hmm. way you don't want to be anywhere on that um right i do wonder where especially if you're not in this if you're not old like leonard you can't get away with his shenanigans you you swim naked in that pool you're getting arrested Leonard right. swims naked in that pool. They're just like, damn it, Leonard. And then like he's just like he raspberries at Busted. you and then you just deal with it. Yeah. I do want to know where uh Garrett and Vicky fall in this, because I feel like they're two sides of the same coin. Okay. Um I do kind where of do want they fall in that. I do kind of want a physical coin with Vicky's head on one side and Garrett's head on the other. I think that'd be pretty great. Uh make it happen. <laughs> call, call call the coin. Garrett! <laughs> sorry you know class, classic garrett or vicky call it in the air um they <laughs> should is they garrett's should, face tails is vicky's they should they should do that at football games instead of head yeah. or, heads or tails uh, i mean at the super bowl they actually say okay so the logo of the super bowl is heads and the the, the helmets are tails you just change that to the garrett is heads the mm-hmm. vicky is tails and there you go mm-hmm. nailed it yeah perfect um I don't know where they NBC, fit on that spectrum. NBC, we are telling you how to do your job merchandising this <laughs> show that hasn't been around for years. Uh-huh. Because they did so they did so good with it when it was actually on the air. They're gonna do mm-hmm. even better with it now that it's off. Exactly. Um, you gotta make money out of these assets somehow. We go to the uh Vice Dean Laybourne's office. It is huge, it is spacious, it is nice. It is super nice. Uh, Dean's like, uh, uh, our Dean is like, is this where the money is going? Yes, that's true. 
I, I, I like to call him Ardeen because we've we've spent so much time with him. We have. It's true. We all we all adore Dean Pelton. Layborn says It's where Greendale's money comes from. Our air conditioning program has a job placement rate five times higher than the rest of your school combined. Our alumni donations comprise 80% of your entire school's budget. And you want to know why we think we deserve an espresso machine? And this is when Leiborn, he plays his cards and scares the crap out of Dean Pelton and scares the goatee off of Dean Pelton's face. I mean, he literally brings in a barber to shave it off, but you know. You know, yes. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, scare, shave. It's about the same Uh thing. I do like how he's like, uh, he's like, you wanted to feel power this year. Now you're going to feel my power. Uh, Something about like coming, coming down from me and uh, hitting you nostril to rectum. Well, now you're going to feel my power as it surges downward from me straight through you from nostril to rectum now until the end of time. And then the Dean, Dean Pelton is like, I forgot everything you said before rectum. That is so the Dean. It's very good. Dean, yet, yet again, uh, Jim Rash is so good at playing that like freaked out sort of like i I love him i love him just in general but every time he really like loses his stuff like and just starts freaking out he does so good um we haven't gotten to the episode yet um but there's an episode where he does that that made that that episode in the future which we will get to is the moment that i'm like dean dean rash jim rash that's the guy. Jim Rash, the Dean. Jim Rash is the best actor on the show with no shade thrown to anyone else. But like Jim Rash is where it is. And right. we'll get there and I can't wait to talk about it. But anyways, I love Jim Rash. He's great. This is why we've called him a worldwide treasure. Open invitation on this podcast. I'm sure the last thing he wants to do is listen to us talk about whatever bull crap we talk about all day. Mm-hmm. But open invitation on this podcast <laughs> to Jim Rash. If if you listener know Jim Rash, have him listen to this episode. <laughs> um maybe not this episode. I I'm like what episode could we could we put on the table for him to to take a listen to and and actually be like, "Yes, this seems like a good move for my career and also just for fun." Because I don't know that we have an episode like that um maybe the first ever episode of back to the futurama when we were kind of normal (laughs) listen to this futurama podcast and then come on this other one that we won't let you listen to (laughs) for quality reasons yeah it's Um, dumb we make weird goofy jokes the entire to be fair though he had to be convinced to be on community which is also weird goofy jokes the entire time we go back to uh, Professor Kane's office, um, and Jeff is uh, trying to talk his way back into class. Doctor Kane is like, you know, prison was my walls, but you put your walls up. Like he's getting real. He's having a real deep, like one-on-one mm-hmm. with Jeff, which naturally, because like nobody really actually has one-on-ones with Jeff, like. 
they they nobody gets through the barrier enough gets through those walls because he puts up those walls he Ha-ha. sure does nobody gets through those walls i like how you enough pointed at me to actually as if have I did a one-on-one there. i no, i pointed at you to let you know that i was up to some stuff okay it's like i just sure <laughs> You just pointed at me. Oh, the walls. I got it. The walls. It's like what? Oh, uh-huh. I'm just. I'm listening. That, I'm. I'm here. That that was that was me being like, yeah, okay. like that emphasis. I see. Um, I misunderstood. Anyways, no one. No one else gets through those walls enough to actually sure. have on one on one with Jeff. And so, like, Doctor Kane is actually having a an actual one on one with Jeff. And which, which is amazing because Jeff, he's known him for about a moment like five minutes maybe uh-huh. and he's been able to basically identify who jeff is to like the deepest level he's actually having this one-on-one with jeff and then jeff sees this picture uh that he believes is of professor kane and a younger pierce hawthorne on his death uh, on his desk and he grabs it shouts busted and then runs off with it and uh you know maybe this is why no one has one-on-ones with jeff because he just becomes absolutely unhinged right uh he is stopped briefly uh by chang who is holding a ham and jeff shows him the photo saying it's his ticket back <laughs> Speaking into the of group unhinged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chang just grabs the photo and runs away through the vents uh b- but before he jumps into the vents he does throw the ham at jeff so we are at uh uh the changum uh Chekhov's changum um, and then Jeff follows him through the vents, and this is when the uh, this exact moment is when the gas is pumped into the vents to knock out the monkey, and instead of monkey, monkey, gas. it knocks out Jeff. Jeff gets monkey gassed, and it does a whole two thousand one space odyssey thing. Absolutely, the uh, the monolith is now the group study table. Yep, absolutely. Uh, which. I feel like it's saying something because he had sex on that table. I don't think the guy in 2001 Space Odyssey had sex on the monolith. Um, However, unless that's what that movie was about, because I still don't know what that movie is about. Does anybody? Does anybody? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to create a fan theory about how one time he had sex on a monolith. And that's what it's all about. And he's just trying to get back there. He he! It was some of the best sex he ever had, and so he's like, "It it wasn't me. It wasn't it wasn't the person I was having sex with. It was the it was thrill cl- of doing clearly. it on the monolith." And that's how uh, early humans knew how to use tools because they had the monolith to have sex on. Uh huh. And I can't. I've never had sex on a monolith, so you know. We clearly do not know. I, I don't. I don't know the pure passion joy of having sex on a monolith. Or, to bring it back to community, I don't know the joy of having sex on that specific table in Greendale Community College's study room. I have never had sex on a library table in a study room in a community college. So, you know, it's it's probably like the third best. You got number one, monolith. Mm, sure, absolutely. Number three is study room table. Number right. two is... Uh, it's clearly the bean in Chicago. The bean in Chicago. Uh, obey it's the bean reflective. Mm-hmm. You got to eat the bean. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> what did I do there? 
your wife's no, a, a real a real lucky woman um so uh back in the study room <laughs> no. uh, why? why did i say those words uh so no one send this to jim rash <laughs> back in the study room abed is still really upset um and then britta comes in to try to help again and she shows up with a British show that has been on the air since the 60s. Uh, it's called Inspector Space Time, which is a very clear Doctor Who uh, yes. ripoff. Um, like, be- it, it's just, it's not even trying to not be a ripoff. Uh-huh. They they travel through time in a phone booth. Um, there's, there's others, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, spoilers, I guess, but uh, Inspector Space Time shows up quite a bit throughout the rest of the series. And so we get the more tidbits we get, the more it's like, it's Doctor Who. I mean, it's they Doctor have Who a... without without lawsuits. And without production value. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is Ahmed's favorite show. Um because he says it's the best show he's seen in his entire life. Yeah, he's um, immediately now... into it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I I am too. Uh, here's where Jeff kind of, um, let's call it a villain, like just unhinged villain turns. If we hadn't already gotten there, um, mm-hmm. he is now caked in monkey gr- gas residue, and sees the group having fun without him again, and uh, and he's like, "Well, Abed has a new show," and Jeff says, "Can it, boobs?" That that's a weird. It's a that's a weird like even he's I know he's unhinged but like be cool man. Well, I think we well, yeah that's true. Uh, he starts talking about the photo and Pierce got him kicked out because he knew Doctor Kane. The photo actually turns out that it's a picture of Pierce and Sugar Cube, the Hawthorne wipe spokesman in the nineties, uh, who 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 he visited in prison. And then Jeff just decides to double down on being a bit of a racist. Uh yes he um. He's basically not he's basically like I don't think all black people look like look alike. It's just these two. And I'm not saying they're all in prison. Yeah, it's bad. It's not a, it's not a good. He does not do a good job of of digging himself out of of this hole that he has uh firmly planted himself into. He definitely digs down and doesn't dig up. Pierce does say, "Don't blame him. I know that the table is powerful." And Jeff's like, "Shut the and then takes a moment and he's like, I've become agitated. I would like to apologize. We will con- re- con- resume this discourse at a later time. Good night. And exits the study room. Uh, but then he does run directly back in the room with an axe and take it to the uh, table and buries it in it. Yeah, he, he takes multiple swings at this at this bad boy. While he is swinging away at this table, uh, Dean Pelton comes in. He is freshly shaven. Um, and he, he comes in very sad and he's like, I just came by to tell everyone this year won't really be that different with the notable exception that we really won't have any money. And, and Jeff looks at him and looks back at the group is like, what's with that guy insinuating he's lost his marbles. I'm like, Jeff glass houses, my friend. Uh, so back in the Dean's office, uh, he's basically like, he's telling the security guard, he's like, so I can't pay you as of like two weeks ago. Uh, but I do have these vouchers for free classes of your choosing. And two of them quit. But the other one, ne- he's like, you're lucky I need my uh, scuba certification. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Sergeant Nunez. Yes, I I think his name comes up later, but I I have it. Mm-hmm. So I which it uh, as as a random aside, uh, Colorado does have a surprisingly high amount of uh, scuba certifications, despite being a landlocked state. That is an interesting tidbit and something uh, I'm sure they thought about when they were building this episode of Community. I mean, they get they get so much of Colorado just totally right. Like, you know, the palm trees. And, That's true, uh, yes. <laughs> the no, yes. The no the pal- snow in December. The noted, mm-hmm. the noted uh, snowless Colorado, as I like to call it. Uh-huh, with palm trees. Um, it's definitely a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, speaking of things that it, the community gets right, Chang, in this moment, uh, causes the vents in the ceiling of the dean's office to fall directly onto his desk. And the dean, and he, he comes clean to the dean, saying, "I was living in the vents because I have no job, no home, and no job." And because the dean is a good opportunist, it's like, does that mean you'll work for room and board? Because Chang is really the guy you want to have on your security team. Um, which mm-hmm. uh, you know what they say about uh, Chang being given a badge in the first episode of the season, right? Mm-hmm. He kills everybody in the last episode of the season. Uh, no, the saying is, you're going to get changed. Mm, check off Chang. Uh, Jeff is cooling down in the student lounge and the study groups comes over and Jeff's like, okay, I was lying the entire time about the group evolving. I didn't want that. I just didn't want Pierce around. I hate him. And uh, again, like Annie... Annie, again, is the one who's like, Mm -hmm. well, um, so, you know, here's the thing then. I don't really want you to be my friend anymore. Um, And like, yeah, Annie is is coming into season three here, a whole new Annie. Mm -hmm. And I'm here for it. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, too. Because like, Um, I like Annie as a character, but like Annie obsessed with Jeff was never really like the best Annie. And the right. fact that she is coming in hot and being like, I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm not going to be a follower. I'm going to be a doer. Mm. Like, she's doing it. She is. Uh, Pierce, though, admits that he has he's not as evolved as he says he was either. Uh, the biology class was full, so he told Dr. Kane he'd pay him a few thousand dollars to kick, kick Jeff out. And then Britta's like, let's start a group vote on kicking Pierce out of the group. And Jeff's like, no the table is absolute magic and gives a bit of a winger speech um, and skits them to not kick uh, Pierce out. And then uh, Jeff and Pierce have an aside and Jeff's like, Dr. Kane has never taken a bribe from anyone in his life. And Pierce admits he lied about it uh, because Jeff has a harder time being the bad guy than Pierce does. Mm-hmm. Which sort of a, it's a weird play by Pierce, but you know, it's a, it is nice, I guess, to see Pierce actually kind of having a heart because he was he was definitely the villain of season two. Yes. And he goes to some very dark, awful places. And so I I do feel like here in the first episode of season three, they really kind of wanted to like throw Pierce a bone as like you can be someone who is not just totally an evil racist jerk all of the time. Right. Yes, you are. You are redeemable in some way uh, for our season uh, premiere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, which um, is also, it is also interesting considering we start out with a vision of 
them literally flying to school so that uh Jeff and Annie can bone uh like that that is the the pierceless universe that Jeff envisions and it does sort of paint Jeff as sort of a a weird I mean kind of it paints him as a little bit of a villain but also not because we know what Pierce did in season 2 but it is an right. interesting juxtaposition um of really trying to make Jeff's hatred of Pierce seem kind of over the top. Right. Which I don't know how much that actually works for me because, because we have seen him in season two and we know that Pierce was actually just a a rat bastard in season two. Right. I honestly think when I, when I think about Pierce and Jeff and this kind of like two heads smashing together forever and ever, I think of Pierce as villain and Jeff as a massive jerk. Yes, but not a villain. Mm-hmm. Neither are good people that I'd want to spend time with, but I want I if I given the choice, it would be Jeff. They kind of make up, and and Pierce is like, "Well, you know, you're still kicked out of biology," and Jeff's like, "Yeah, I'm not too worried about it." And at that point, we cut back to uh, Professor I, I do, Kane. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I do like the because he does say life has a way of breaking through, which has like that kind of narrative. Mm, yes. Uh, uh, like boomerang or uh, 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 internal rhyme of Dr. Kane telling the story about a single blade of grass breaking through his prison cell, which caused him to want to watch to to learn biology. Um, but yes, in Dr. Kane's office, Starburns presents him well, with and, a Breaking Bad situation. Go ahead. Yeah, because because that because that does also play into um, in the next scene. Uh, at the end of the next scene, you see a a plant growing through Jeff's phone. Mm-hmm. Um, as sort of an act of uh, contrition for uh, getting back into uh, getting back on on Doctor Kane's uh, good mm-hmm. side, um, but before it's that, been- we do get the Starburns like being like, "Hey, so I'm a drug dealer, and you are a scientist, and so we can do basically a whole Breaking Bad sort of thing." And uh, I do find that. Fun, a little funny because like and weird just because like i i've i know some people who are like their day job is chemists and so the number of people who when breaking bad was still new and and exciting and there's the number of people who like oh are you gonna quit your job and start making meth and it's like okay because just because i know just because i know chemistry i'm i'm obviously (laughs) gonna gonna which is even gonna make meth which is even funnier for the scene because he's not a chemist. He's a biology <laughs> right. teacher. Right. So it's like, Starburns, you're an idiot. <laughs> all all, which, you know, which, all science is the same. Which, you're, you're, which you're to a, you're be a fair. Mechanical engineer, let's make some math. To be fair, Starburns has never been presented as something that's not an idiot. So it does fit his characterization. You're, you're a, a social psychologist. Let's make some math. <laughs> you're a computer scientist you know what time it is meth time let's write a meth function it's so easy to do <laughs> and it just multiplies <laughs> wow to define define class meth and then um Profit. Can, yeah, profit. That's it. Step one, the define use- <laughs> define class math. Step two, question mark. Step three, profit. 
No, the, I know what the the step two is. You sell to a VC and then you're good. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Uh, uh, Facebook I, buys you out. Um, exactly. And then... I, I'm a computer scientist. I know how to make money in this field. <laughs> Have I done so or will I do so? No, absolutely not. I've, I mean, I've had a few ideas for, for different apps that I've never actually gotten around to. Pretty much all of them, I'm like, the best case scenario is I get like 20% done with it and it's a crappy app that Facebook buys out. And I'm like, sweet. I just I just made a cool like 13 mil. All right. Exactly. I'll take it. It's That's the, the best dream. case scenario. It's the dream. I'm telling you. Anyways, uh, I'm not saying that I want to sell Mark Zuckerberg math, but... Uh, if Mark Zuckerberg I, wants to drive up a dump truck full of money to my house, um, I'll see mm-hmm. what I can do. I'm not saying I want to sell uh, Mark Zuckerberg meth. What I do want to sell Mark Ber- Zuckerberg is meth without an E, my new app idea. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, meth 2.0, um, mm-hmm. the latest version. This one has microtransactions. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk addiction, microtransactions, baby. Might as well be meth. <laughs> oh, we're getting too real. Getting too real. <laughs> Speaking of too real, uh, they back in the study room, uh, Britta declares that um, because she she felt really good helping Abed out, she's finally ready to, to declare a major. She's going to study psychology and nobody takes it well. Mm-hmm. Jeff's like, you mean in a research capacity? And she's like, no, I want to be a therapist. Nobody everybody... takes it well. And then I, I, it looked to me that everyone was like stifling laughter. Uh, but then Chang comes in and is like, I, I'm a, I, look at the new sheriff in town. And then Jeff turns back around when Chang leaves like, oh, interesting. So this is the year we all die. And everyone's like, yep, this is the, we did it. Too real. This is the year we all die um <laughs> anyway ending note for this episode that's yeah that's where we end we end on 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 doom and dread uh because this is the year we all die and that means that it is time for great i think it's a fine episode uh it's a nice little intro back into season three um i do think um because community does take uh the the way it structures its seasons it does kind of have through lines throughout the season while also sort of having individual episodes that are you know homages to things um the first episodes in most seasons kind of since it has to lay so much groundwork you don't get really that real homage sort of feel in this we get that little 2001 space odyssey bit uh but the rest is just kind of like we're setting up for other stuff and that makes it a little tough because like knowing what is coming up it's hard to really be like oh yeah this is a stellar episode you know compared to (laughs) some some very very soon very immediate episodes coming up but that doesn't make the episode bad. I mean, I think it's I think it's good. Um I I would guess I'd give it maybe like a solid B plus. Um it's enjoyable, but it is mostly set up. Um it is also just kind of a lot of Jeff being a jerk, which is not my yeah. favorite community. Um 
I guess I'll give it a B. I'm going to lower it to a B just because it is it is so much of Jeff whining. Um, yeah, that's fair. And. Yeah, yeah, they're they're just not my favorite episodes. Um, because I think even Jeff has better, uh, better storylines, um, better sure, moments. I agree with you. Um, but Jeff, Jeff whining is not my favorite. Um, and most other characters are better than Jeff most of the time. So like, it's sort mm-hmm. of a double whammy where it's like, I want more of everybody. Major points. Major points to Annie in this episode, though, uh, because she is really she is really rocking it. I'm glad to see Annie just coming out swinging in season three um, because uh, Annie deserves better than Annie season one and two. Um, So major points for that. Uh, But otherwise, it's just kind of mostly a setup episode. Um, Oh, but then I'm also like, oh, John Goodman's in it. Yeah, I'm going to give it a B because I I could (laughs) micromanage and just hem and haw about this episode's grade. Um, It's episodes like this where I'm like, we should just have not have done grades because (laughs) I don't know what to do for this one. But it's a B. I'm going to say it's a B and then I'm going to shut up so you can say (laughs) words now. I mean, you know. You, we, who needs to talk on a podcast? Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I agree with you. I see where you're coming from. Uh, I do think that, you know, there are some episodes of Community that are clearly setting up things, but I think this has enough of a through line and enough of honestly just straight up goofy things happening, um, like monkey knockout gas, and mm-hmm. you've got the... Um, the vice dean storyline where he kind of takes it to the real de- or our dean our dean pelton um that are really enjoyable and i th- i thought the 2001 a space odyssey um uh homage was also wonderfully done like oh this they is, nailed it yeah it's it's every piece of this is really well done including that musical intro really kind of is like more technicolor than the rest of the episode which is very good like more saturated and like brighter and more interesting things going on and everything is a little bit more muted. I think it's really well made. Okay. Um, the I, I think you're right that there's a lot of setup um, because you got to set up an entire 22 to 24 season or uh, episode season. So I get that, but I also, I, I think it does a really good job of it and it sets up some really interesting conflicts going forward I, I know I, I we both know where this is going because this is not one of those podcasts where one of us has seen it and the other hasn't. Um, and we've we know that there are uh, some bangers coming up, um, mm-hmm. real good, real good episodes. Um, and, but I, I think this is not a serviceable episode, but a good episode. But okay. it does do it does do it, it, it's it's not aiming. It's not trying to hit a home run. It's trying to hit a single and it hits a double, I think. OK, so where it where it is expected like you, you know a b b plus is where it's going for and it nails it and i i would say yes it's a b plus uh jeff is a little whiny and kind of a jerk and w- weirdly racist um in this episode but you know i i think uh, <laughs> i think that's all kind of in um in service to the plot and i think most of the time because he is so beholden to the group and codependent on the group. I think it makes sense for him to become a little unhinged when removed from it. So. Okay. 
so yeah, I'm going to give it a B plus and, but I can totally see where you're coming from. And, uh, you know what? I would love to see what our listeners think. We want to know what you think about this episode, about uh, our return to podcasting. We did it. What's the worst name you can give a child? What is the worst name you can give a child? Um, Have you named your child Wizard? What what level of baby name wizard are you? Uh, If we have any level 20 baby name wizards out there, please let us know. If anyone can help me use the website babynamewizard.com so I can see the same thing that Ben is seeing, please contact me directly. Uh, I don't know what else we talked about this episode. Um, it's, my, it's probably too much. My 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 house is great, but uh, we need we need them to come take we need someone to come take a look at the ducks because up here on the second floor where my office is, it gets a little hot. Uh, even we've got AC, it just does not flow up here. So I'm, and yet I'm, we still record for an hour and a half. I'm a little, I'm a little hot, and so I've, <laughs> I forgot everything bef- that uh, I said before rectum. Sure. So whatever we talked about, you can let us know by uh, tweeting at us at Good Greendale. You can contact us through our contact form at GoodMorningGreendale.com. and you can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/BackToFuturama. Where we were, we will start having some more bonus stuff. We took a, a, a little break. I mean, my, I was, I have been doing nothing but moving for the last two months. And so mm-hmm. we have not recorded. I do, I do like three different podcasts and I've not done any of them um, mm-hmm. because I've been moving. And so we're going to start having bonus content up there again. Uh, so if you are a, uh, a Patreon subscriber, uh, you can do that. In fact, we, I almost forgot, we have. A new Patreon patron uh, who While signed we up. While we were on hiatus, you you decided to support us, and thank you. Uh, uh-huh. We were paused, but thank you. Uh, it's pretty great. We have a new Patreon patron uh, who who the name that they put on uh, their Patreon account is Laughing Rainbow. So thank you to Laughing Rainbow, who is thank you so much. Now a Patreon patron, and um, if you too would like to become a patron, you can do that. patreoncom Futurama. So I can read we, your name and you'll get some bonus content. Um, and we we love everybody that's in our Patreon, but thank you, uh, everyone. We love you for coming to the end of these, uh, especially as we have a little bit, just a tiny bit of, of heat exhaustion um, as we get to the end of these sometimes. Um, we we know uh, we were gone for a while and we really, we missed you, but I'm, I hope you're just as happy to have us back as we are to be talking to you in your ears about weird stuff. So we love you very much. And until next time, uh, when we are back talking about more episodes of Community and other things too, like poop name movies, um... I I really want Poddex next time to be like what what's a movie that could also be uh, the name of a poop. Um, I don't think that exists in there, but I could write it in and just be like, "This is the whoa, one." Whoa, super we weird! Can't time. believe they included that. Until next time. To be fair, to be fair, I if, if we were in the non outsourcing bits, I would have asked that. Uh, to be okay. Uh, until next time, uh, when we get that good good shuffle. I'm Ben, and I'm Mike. I I wish wish you you luck. luck.